0: Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Police are questioning a
2: person of interest in the stray bullet death of a Bronx grandmother.
0: This has police blame the rise in crime on quality of life issues on certain blocks. There's a block that has had six shooting incidents on one block. We'll hear from the chief of the crime control strategies.
1: With new variants still emerging. New strategy against COVID test to treat facilities open in Connecticut. I'm Sean Adams in Norwalk.
0: First, the workers found a skeleton then many others in what turned out to be New York's African burial ground from the days of slavery. That's from our news archives in today's 88 Seconds and Sound. Thursday, the 7th of April. Good
2: morning, I'm Paul Murnane.
0: Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Let me reach over to the printer and see if Craig has changed his forecast. Very deft move there in your part. No, he hasn't. Heavy windswept rain, thunderstorms by late day into tonight. It's going to continue. I'm Wayne Cabot.
2: Good morning, I'm Paul Murnane. And on this Thursday, maybe, maybe a break in the stray bullet death of a grandmother in the Bronx. Police have not named a suspect, but we do know they are questioning someone as a person of interest, as they put it, in the death of the 61-year-old who was caught in the crossfire in Fordham Heights on Monday evening. Still no suspect there, Um, and uh, this is a high-profile killing following a particularly brutal month for crime in New York City. Crime rising 36 percent in the month of March compared to March of 2021, and the fact that crime soared during a very cold month as crime experts worry that what will happen is the days get warmer and the days get longer.
0: Uniformed anti crime police units have been out there on the streets for about three weeks now. Not enough time to make a real impact. What really needs to happen, says one police official, is to crack down on lesser crimes. This is Michael LePetri, the chief of crime control strategies with the NYPD. When I look at the most violent blocks in New York City with shooting incidents and I overlay it, With quality of life type complaints there's a correlation there's a block in harlem that has had six incidents six shooting incidents on one block think about if you live on that block and how many complaints of disorderly groups drinking people making noise on weeknights of over 200 of those complaints on that block with six shooting incidents. He did not say which block in Harlem is so violent.
2: Now to crime on Long Island. Roosevelt Field Mall was locked down last night when a couple was shot at while walking into Nordstrom's. Nassau County's Police Commissioner Patrick Ryder says the couple was not hit and two men who opened fire got away. But because the men were roaming the mall for a time, the situation was... Extremely dangerous. First of all, the panic alone that's caused by people now hearing gunfire in a mall. You start to think active shooter. A bullet penetrated a door and two shell casings were recovered. The shooters drove off in a Mercedes with New Jersey plates.
0: The takedown of homeless encampments continues in New York City, but with resistance. Homeless people living in tents on the Lower East Side stood their ground yesterday as a sanitation crew awaited orders from cops. There were several arrests, including two homeless people and some of their advocates Councilmember Carlina Rivera represents that East Village area and was there to try to de-escalate. I don't think uh, a sweep is going to keep New Yorkers safe. I I hope we can discuss real housing solutions going forward and the way things are now is is not enough. Um, My colleagues from around the city, we have stood up to ask the mayor to stop the sweeps and i'm doing the same this is not public safety and and what we saw today certainly wouldn't restore trust i think for the people who are on the street who were reluctant and did not want to enter the shelter system because of the conditions there She says sanitation crews were throwing away not just tents, but people's belongings, a real misappropriation of resources, she says. Mayor Adams has made it a priority to remove these encampments, but the advocates say he has yet to release comprehensive solutions.
2: Our hospitals are finally getting a bit of a breather from nonstop COVID cases, but as new variants emerge, Connecticut is trying out a new strategy in testing and treating, part of our new Living with COVID approach. Let's go to Sean Adams in Norwalk for the story. Sean, what are they doing differently?
1: well you said a test to treat uh, so these, uh, this is the new strategy here as we're learning to live with the COVID so more than 40 locations we're talking about pharmacies urgent care facilities I'm at one of those in Norwalk this morning so if, if you're at home you you say you know what I have symptoms and and you detect them early and you come right to one of these facilities and you test positive what you'll get is a free prescription for antiviral pills so the hope is you'll be able to convalesce at home and avoid going to the hospital the key though is early detection if the virus takes hold those antiviral medications are not as effective uh, so they're really trying to get people here to uh, take care of themselves and uh, weather the storm at home as opposed to flooding the hospitals again. Paul? Yeah, it's
0: tempting, Sean, to think the pandemic is over. What does the governor say about that?
1: Well, Connecticut Governor Lamont and New Jersey Governor Murphy are both warning that the pandemic is not over. I mean, the masks are coming off and everybody's going about their business, but we have to remain cautious here. Uh, COVID is still among us. And uh, we are in a lull, but uh, the virus keeps changing and mutating. We know that, so we should expect flare-ups again in the future. And Governor Murphy points to himself as an example. He just uh, endured a mild case of COVID. He just emerged from uh, his isolation just yesterday. Uh, And uh, he says, you know, he was just about to get his second booster shot. He uh, got sick, uh, but because he was vaccinated,
2: he believes that uh, kept his symptoms mild.
0: Sean Adams
2: in Connecticut on the
3: WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup.
0: Craig Allen, do we still have time to batten down the hatches?
3: Yes, we do. Uh, there's no rain anywhere close by. There's a little drizzle, a little fog here and there in spots. But, uh, and you know, it's got that damp, cool feeling. But the main rain doesn't get in here until uh, after lunchtime. And then the commute home could be really slowed down by some uh, big puddles and ponding of the water in the poor drainage areas. The uh, rain could also be accompanied by a thunderstorm or two this evening and early tonight. High 50 to 55, low 45 to 50. Tomorrow, a leftover shower in spots and then a mix of clouds and sunshine and a high between 60 and 65. As for the weekend, it's not Two bad intervals of sun and clouds with a chance for a passing shower or two on Saturday. Nothing more than that, 55 to 60. Right now, Sunday should be mostly dry, although a little cool at about 55 degrees. Cloudy in the city right now, 46. Humidity, 76 percent and a northeast wind at 7.
0: You got the Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good
3: morning, I'm Paul Bernain. Here are your three things
2: to know on this Thursday.
0: Senator Schumer says the Senate will vote today on ending normal trade relations with Russia and banning the importation of its oil. Both bills have been actually bogged down for weeks.
2: Number two, China has called reports of civilian killings in Ukraine disturbing and urged further investigations, even while declining to blame Russia. China has always taken the position that Russia was provoked into attacking Ukraine by actions of the U.S. and NATO.
0: Third thing, a federal... The federal judge has ruled that a former government contractor who claimed that the police let him in to the Capitol during the January 6th riots has been found not guilty. His excuse, the judge says, is plausible, that he didn't know what was going on, that he thought he was invited in. This is the first acquittal in this case.
2: Up next, our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds and sound for April 7th.
0: 1991, a block from City Hall, Broadway and Duane, a discovery is made during construction of a 34-story federal office tower a skeleton, and another, and then more, It turned out to be the largest and the earliest African burial ground in the United States. 30 feet down below street level, 15,000 intact skeletons, mostly of people held as slaves in colonial New York in the 17th and 18th centuries. Today you can visit them and honor them. The remains were reinterred as part of a memorial to honor their memory. What's the most striking to me as we enter this space is the seven burial mounds and they're a reminder that there are sarcophagi that have been reburied. In 2006, President George W. Bush declared the site a national monument. It restores the humanity to these people who were once buried in the cemetery. And also what these words remind us is we cannot ever forget that slavery was an integral part of New York City in the colonial period. At the time of the revolution, New York had the second largest number of enslaved Africans in the Nation after Charleston, South Carolina. And even after they were freed by New York, blacks were still shackled by property rules that denied them the right to vote in New York until 1821.
3: 2003, U.S. troops capture Baghdad. On the 7th of April, uh, when we secured the downtown area, the palace complex of Saddam Hussein, we blew up a statue and the head is sitting in the patent museum right here. Um, fully two days before the Marines tore that statue down.
0: Saddam Hussein's regime would fall two days later. 1991, outrage as the Port Authority raised bridge and tunnel tolls to four dollars. It's now quadrupled that. You account for inflation, it's still more than double. And back then there was no easy pass. You had to wait in line and fumble for change for tickets. This is April 7th. Ah, the good old days.